What's going on everybody? Welcome to the Daniel Teaches Experience episode number nine. My name is Daniel. If you haven't seen an episode before, basically my friends, what happens is from a psychology student's perspective who has some elements of the self-development world, we talk about three different topics. I give you my opinion, I give you the general idea, I give you a personal example, and then I want you to use that idea and apply it to your own life. Today we're going to be talking about three different things. We're going to be talking about, everybody's heard of the saying, treat others how you'd like to be treated. But how about the saying, treat yourself as if someone who you deeply cared about? Did that kind of make sense? Did I say that right? Treat yourself as if you were someone who you deeply cared about, right? As if you're talking to your best friend. Furthermore, we're also going to be talking about value. Valuing praise and overvaluing praise and what that leads to. And finally, we're also going to be talking about judging yourself and judging other people. So my friends, everybody knows that this isn't, uh, it's not going to be surprised when you say, oh, treat others how you like to be treated. Why? Because if you're kind to someone, chances are they're going to be kind back to you, right? You, you get what you give. Now, there's a psychologist by the name of uh, Dr. Peterson, Jordan Peterson, and in his book, The 12 Rules for Life, there's this concept that, that revolves around this idea of treat yourself as if you are someone who you cared about deeply. Now, I'm kind of paraphrasing my own way, but immediately when you hear that, you go, like, wait a minute, Daniel, are you saying I don't care about myself? Let's play this out. What if I said treat yourself however you would treat your best friend? My friends, when your friend, when your close friend does something wrong, right? when he misses an appointment, when he messes up a date, when he just tanks a job interview, what are you going to say to him? Are you, are you going to raise your voice? Are you going to really put him down for that? Go, oh, I mean, you, you missed that interview. Your life's over, man. You're, you're screwed up. I can't believe you would do that. You, you are such a disappointment to me, to you. Well, you're not going to say those things. At least I hope you're not. Now, with that sort of a mindset, if, if it's you, if you're the one who's missing the interview, if you're the one who's messed up the date or, or something or you flunked, how do you talk to yourself? Do you immediately think, oh man, I missed the interview, this is going to suck, I'm so disappointed in myself, this and that. And if that's the case, why do you treat yourself differently than you treat the people around you? Now, one answer that comes to mind, just myself, is, well, maybe, you know, the people around me, everybody has control of their own actions, right? You control yourself better than me trying to control you or vice versa. So my thought is, oh, you know, I'm extra tough on myself to make sure I'm on the right path, to make sure I don't uh, procrastinate, to make sure, you know, I don't mess around, but that, that I stick to it. That's why I'm stern with myself. That's why I'm very harsh with myself. I am my own biggest critic, which I know is, is not a rare thing. I know that a lot of people have the same sort of mindset. Now, the flip side of, it, side of it is how much stress are you creating for yourself? So stress that wasn't there initially, but that you've internally created. That you're putting so much pressure on your shoulders where it's actually negatively impacting you. That you're so stressed out, oh man, I gotta get up, I gotta go after it. You know, and it's getting to a point where it's not healthy anymore. Where do you draw that line? I am the biggest work ethic advocate that, that, that you'll find. Okay, I'm not the biggest one because there's crazy people out there like Gary Vaynerchuk and, and you know, X, Y, and Z. But I'm huge on go hard, hustle, you know, wake up at 6 in the morning, stay up till 3, whatever it is, just go after it, right? Outwork the people around you. Go at it like there's no tomorrow. But when you get to a point where, you know, you start missing a few goals, there are two ways that you can look at it. Either one, you go, you know what? A lot didn't get done today, and you can just totally wreck yourself. You can go, I don't know what happened. I totally dropped the ball. Today was a horrible day. I just completely wasted 24 hours. Or maybe you can take a step back and go, okay, if, 
If this wasn't about me, if a friend of mine came up to me and said, hey man, you know what? I had eight things I wanted to do today. I only did two of them. Would you, would you give him that same speech? Would you say, hey man, you sucked. You wasted your days, waste of 24 hours worth of Or would you go, you know what, man? Maybe eight goals, looking at them now, they were kind of overly ambitious. Like they were, I mean, they were kind of unrealistic. They weren't really practical with the time that you had. Chances are that you underestimated the time it was going to take you to finish those first few activities. And then when they start piling on, you just, you lost it. You couldn't come up. Furthermore, certain things happen in your day that you had no control over. You had no control over the weather. You had no control over the traffic. You know, maybe, man, maybe you shouldn't judge yourself as harshly. But again, I think it is a fine line. Because if I go completely black and white and go, never judge yourself, take it easy, man. Like, just, just do your own thing. You know, treat yourself how you would treat your best friend. Maybe you would let your best friend get away with more things than you would allow yourself to get away with. So I think, I think it really is a balance. I think there really is a moderation in the sense that, you know, so let's talk about the best friend. If you let him get away with everything, are you really a good friend? If you see your friend going down the wrong path, are you not going to say anything? Could be as little as him and your friend's wearing a shirt. It just, it looks awful. It looks absolutely horrible. As a friend, do you go, listen, man, we're going out. I, as a, I'm saying this because I care about you. I wouldn't wear that if I was you, man. It just, it doesn't look too amazing on you. As a friend, do you tell him that? Or you know it looks horrible, but you go, I don't want, I want to spare his feelings. So I'm just not going to say anything. And then he goes out there and he lets, you know, the public and strangers give him the looks and whatever. So, so as a friend, you know, at what point do you step in, you know, doing the right thing, being honest with him? And at what point do you go, okay, you know what? It's not, it's not in my business. I shouldn't say anything. I would like to think that any of my close friends, if they see me doing something that they're not a fan of, that they would go out and reach out and be like, hey, Daniel, um, can you explain this a little bit further? What, what was the meaning behind this? What, what is your reasoning? How, how did this happen? I, I would hope that they call me out on it and vice versa. You know, so we, when we talk about treat yourself how you would treat someone you deeply cared about or how you treat your best friend, it's, don't get me wrong, you're not letting them slide through everything. You're calling them out when necessary. However, when they make the first mistake, when they show up to class later, when they, when they you know, uh, spend too much money a day, you know, are you really going to pound them into the ground that hard? Moderation, right, my friends? Moderation. One of the best advices really I've learned is, you know, judging myself, and then taking a, a step back and looking at myself as a, as a third person, right? As someone else just looking at me and just, if I was having a conversation in the mirror, you know, what kind of advice would they give me? Some unbiased advice. They do not know me. Just, they're just looking at me like another human being. Now, my friends, on this topic of advice and, and listening to other people, I wanted to talk about praise. Praise and criticism. My friends, is praise a good thing? Heck yeah, it is. Why? Because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you've accomplished something. It puts a smile on your face. It brings up your self-esteem and it makes you go after it. My friends, is criticism a good thing? Now, my immediate thought is, yeah, it's amazing. Because you can know, you know where you are, what you're doing right, what you're not doing right. You can learn how to improve, how to get better. Right? Now, sometimes, my friends, criticism comes at you from, from a bad angle. Sometimes it's not meant to be constructive. It's just meant to tear you down. Right? Like, let's say I post a YouTube video and it gets five dislikes. What I would love is for the people to go and comment down and say, hey, you know what? Um, hey, man, I do not agree with your points. This is why. This is what I think. Blah, 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 blah. I love that. That is amazing. So, hey, man, thank you so much for your honesty. Maybe I didn't consider that. Or maybe I thought about it but just didn't say anything out loud. My rebuttal to you is boom. Right? But sometimes that people will just dislike a video or, you know, the comment like, this sucks. Like, all right, great. We're discussing, communicating, fantastic. Why does it suck, my friend? 
do, do you think differently? Am I missing something? You know what I mean? So, so there's definitely criticism where it's just thrown at you to tear you down. And there's constructive criticism that has meaning behind it, that has thought behind it, more than just jealous surface level. You know what I mean? So my friends, uh, one thing that I've been noticing with uh, myself in the last couple of months, one thing that I've really, really been conscious about and I've been working on is I used to overvalue praise. Now, what does that mean? That means, you know, you go over to someone's house, you post a video or whatever, you like getting compliments. It makes you feel good. Someone says, hey man, that was an awesome video. You go, really? And it makes you feel fantastic, right? Because it feels good. You, you put work into it, you put your time into it. Now, for your case, forget about videos. You know, let's say you play hockey. Let's say you do art, whatever you may do. And I remember that would feel really, really good. And I remember I like, like the day would continue and six hours later was I'd be at home just eating dinner being like, hmm, someone complimented like a video of mine. Like, that's so cool of them. My friends, why is that dangerous? Because the moment you start overvaluing praise, you're also subconsciously going to overvalue negativity. The same way that I go throughout my day, five, six hours after the person gave me a compliment, I think, oh, that person you know, complimented this, or, or they spoke highly of me here. If they said something negative, without wanting to, without consciously wanting to, I do the exact same thing. Someone might comment and go, hey man, like, this, this was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Then five, six hours later, I can't help but subconsciously bring it up because, because I let, I, I give their opinions value, right? I let it weigh on me. One thing, my friends, that I've, I've really been thinking about this idea is, my friends, nobody can make you feel bad. Nobody. Nobody can make you angry. Nobody can make you sad, no matter what they say. It's up to you whether you let that affect you or not. I've seen someone say something like, hey, man. You look like a dork, and he just lost his mind. I've also seen someone say something horrendous, I mean, about the guy, about his family, and he was just calm, relaxed, he just didn't let it get to him. Now, it's, I don't want to talk about what's right and what's wrong. That's a different video for, for another time. But just this idea of you are in control of how you respond, whether you want to get angry, whether you want to stay calm, whether you want to get sad, whether you want to smile through it, that is totally up to you. So reverting back to this idea of, you know, when you're getting compliments or when you're getting criticism, the, the thing that I've really been doing that, that's made me, I think, a lot better, a lot happier, is I put less value in other people's opinions if I do not know them particularly. So let's break it down. We have two ends of the spectrum, right? One end of the spectrum, let's say it's someone close. It is my best friend. It's, it's my mom. It's my sister. It's someone who's close to my life. On the other end of the spectrum, you have Sally Pants 49 who I've never met before in my life. She does not have a profile picture. I do not know whatever. Both of them could, could you know, just give their negative opinions on a post or something that I do, and they could affect me, right? Sally Pants 49 is like, oh, you don't even know me. Why do you judge me so harshly? And like, if it's like a close friend of mine, it's like, oh, dude, like, you know me, we go way back. Like, is that really what you think about me? So it's so, so, so important. And if you get anything from this, from this idea, from this message is this, put less value in, uh, in people's opinions. I sincerely believe that. Look at where they're coming from. Look at how close they are and how important they are to you. And based on that, evaluate, evaluate how much value you want to put in their opinions. So if Sally Pants 49 says, hey man, you suck, everything that you say is wrong, da 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 I'll be like, okay, um, Sally Pants, we've never met. You don't actually know me. We come on here, I don't talk about my own life, rarely. Sure, I give you examples here and there, but it's, let's go out for a coffee, let's talk. You, you know, if I don't know you, why would I let what you say affect me? Why would I? Are they hurtful? Sure. But why would I choose to, choose to listen to that? Why would I choose to read your comments? That's on me. Now you can talk about, okay, well, what if it's a close friend? Now, a close friend, this is one thing that, 
I can struggle with more. If it's a stranger, I have no problem. If Tom from Alberta says, hey man, this sucks, don't ever make a video again. It's like, all right, whatever, buddy. Take it easy. If it's like someone close to me who does know me, that's gonna weigh on me a little bit more. Why? Because I care more, a little bit more about your opinion because I know you as opposed to a complete stranger. And that's just me. There's other people who do it 50-50. There's other people who are the opposite. Well, I actually know people who are super, super relaxed when it comes to family being like, hey, don't do this. And they go, you know what? I know you guys, it's not gonna phase me. But when it's strangers and when you're talking about first impressions, that's when people get kind of in the shell because now you can't open up as easily. So it, I think it's gonna depend. It's gonna depend on the individual. I'm curious, what is yours? When thinking about opinions and um, you know, allowing opinions affect you, is it more the people who are strangers that you don't know or is it the people who are close to you? Is it if your parents were to say something, if your sibling were to say something, if your close friend were to say something? My own advice, uh, one thing that, again, that I've been doing, it's been helping me a lot, is do not put too much emphasis on it. Whether it's from people who are close to you or people from further away. Someone says, hey man, that was amazing. Like, thanks, I really appreciate that. Walk away, boom, that's it. Don't think about it again. Don't hold it up on a pedestal. Don't think about it. Don't, you know, print out their words and stick it to your wall. Because when the negativity comes, man, it's, it's very hard. It's very hard to try to filter and only take the good stuff in. When you start looking at the comments, you expose yourself to everything. Yeah, it's a um, double-edged sword, ladies and gentlemen. Double-edged sword. Watch out. Be careful. But go out there, learn. See what's going on. Now, on the topic of uh, double-edged sword, you know, I've been thinking about judging a lot, judging other people, about judging myself a lot. And I realized, you know, if you judge other people, right, if you're sitting down, and, and everybody does it, which is fine, you know, you see different people who are walking around, maybe they look a certain way, they don't look like you, they do look like you, their clothing, whatever it may be, you start judging them. And sometimes judging can, can be pretty harsh, right, based on nothing, based on assumptions. I don't know this person, I don't know what they're up to, and just looking at them in about seven seconds, I'm gonna paint a picture of my head of what kind of a person this, this dude is. And you have to realize, my friends, if you're judging other people like that, how harsh are you judging yourself? I really do believe that the moment that you stop judging yourself is when you can stop judging other people. Because it starts from within. You look in the mirror, you judge yourself. Why, why am I not taller? Why am I not this? Why is this not bigger? Why is that not smaller? Da -da -da, up and down. And the moment you have that sort of mentality, you go, you start judging everyone and everything. Now, again, in a context, my friends, it's really, really important. Please do not take the message as, oh, Daniel is saying, never judge. That is not what I'm saying, my friends, moderation. If you're out in a dark alley at two in the morning and there's some sketchy guys walking your way, for the love of anything you want, please judge. Judge like there's no tomorrow. Please, <laughs> cross the road. <laughs> Stay safe, please judge the situation, right? I'm, I'm speaking completely contextual, right? So in my mindset, when I'm talking, I'm talking about a scenario, man, where it's not, it's not sketchy, it's not dangerous in that sense, but you know, just have the mindset of, oh, if I see someone, you know, and they're in a bad mood, they're slouching, they're, they're angry, is there a chance that that's a part of their personality? For sure. But is there a chance that they're having a bad day? That maybe if I see you, if I just watch a glimpse of you for two minutes, and if I don't even talk to you, that might be you. But I shouldn't 100% double down on that is him. That is who he is to his core. Why? I haven't talked to you. Let me see you twice. Let me see you twice. Let me talk to you for 10 minutes each, man. Then, I'll, then I have a pretty good idea, right? Because if you, that eliminates the idea of like you having a bad day or, or whatever, right? Um, so I, I really think that, that that is really important when judging people. A personal story, my friends, I want to give to you. Hopefully this is entertaining. More importantly, hopefully it's also educating. So I'm uh, sitting somewhere enjoying some food. 
and it's uh, basically this area. It's it's been raining, and I am under this this uh, this roof like place. I have a chair, two chairs actually, and a table in front of me. And I'm eating my food, doing my own thing, and almost all the other tables they're all wet. I am one of the only tables that are dry because they're under this roof area. I'm under it. So I'm there, I'm, I'm eating my food, doing my thing. Then I see a fellow who comes over and he walks over. And the first thing that I thought, and I want to be honest with you, right? I, because I want to show you that having these sorts of thoughts of judgments are not, they're not a bad thing. Everybody has judgments. And, and I, if you judge other people and if you think about people before you say anything to them, I, there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion unless you act on it. So for example, let's say, for the sake of argument, someone walks in and they're, let's say I'm Middle Eastern. So we'll use that as an example. They're Middle Eastern and you go, oh, he's Middle Eastern. So I don't want to have anything to do with him. And then you purposely like just always leave the room when he shows up. Yeah, that's problematic, man. But sometimes man, you can have thoughts about someone or a, or a particular group, maybe people who you don't have too much experience with. And you have those assumptions about who they are, those quote unquote stereotypes, you know, but as long as you don't act on them, in my opinion, and you're open to talking to them, you're open-minded to being friendly, you don't let that sort of a mindset cloud your behavior, that's fine. So straight up, I'm sitting there, I'm eating my food, again, one of the only dry tables there, this guy walks over, and my immediate like thought was like, oh, like this is a bigger individual. Okay, interesting, like he's a lot bigger than me. Naturally, my friends, when you see people, you're always gonna notice what they differ as compared to you, in terms of height, in terms of size, in terms of fashion, whatever. So I mean, like, oh, this is a bigger individual. Then I noticed this guy has two um, two of these uh, like takeaway food carts like, like in his hand like two of these like you know like when you like you go to a restaurant like hey would you like it to go they put it in like a little um, like cardboard thing I don't know I can't think of the name so he has two of those now I've gotten one of those before and that is that is a lot like one of those will make you full he's holding two so immediately my first thought subconsciously was and I, I just want to be honest I want to be completely honest my first thought was like oh okay interesting I understand how you would get that big if you continuously order two of those portions and as soon as I thought that, I swear to you, I thought, you know what, Daniel? Like, wait a minute. You don't know this guy. Why would you make that assumption? You don't know what he's been through. Maybe he hasn't had breakfast. If I didn't have breakfast, maybe I'd order two as well. Hey, maybe, you know, maybe it's his buddies. Maybe he's carrying his friends. You don't know him. Can you make that assumption? Sure. But is that 100% true? Mm -mm. And I should not base my behavior off of that. So guess what? He's looking around. He's looking for a place to sit. All the other... Chairs are wet. I go, what the heck? I go, hey, man, do you need a place to sit? He's like, come here. Come sit by me. He's a super nice guy, right? He comes over. He says, thank you. Super friendly dude. Uh, just like a, just a gentle soul, gentle character. We start talking back and forth. Hey, man, what are you up to? How's your day going? This and that. Great. And then eventually he says, hey, do you want to hear something funny? And I'm like, yeah, man, what's going on? He says, uh, actually, I went up to the food place to order a poutine. And they accidentally gave me two. And um, so I don't actually like, want the second one. Do you want it? And immediately, I was like, wow. From the moment you saw him, Daniel, subconsciously, you made a judgment. You said, look at this big guy. He's obviously has two portions of food. No wonder he's that. You know what I mean? And then for him to sit down and go, hey, talking back and forth, be a super kind guy, super friendly, and go, hey, man, this was an accident. They gave me this. I can't actually finish these two. Do you want it? Could you imagine if, now let's imagine, let's go in a hypothetical world where I didn't stop myself. Where I had that immediate subconscious thought of, wow, look, he's a big guy, blah, blah, blah. And, and there, there was no voice inside my head that went, wait, Daniel, you don't know his story. You don't know what's going on. You don't know his side of the picture. If he hasn't had breakfast or whatever. If that would have never happened, maybe I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Maybe I would have had that mindset for the rest of the day. Who knows? 
maybe I would have been too busy judging him that I would have that I wouldn't have been like, hey man, do you want to come sit down? Right? Just just being friendly, just doing a kind act. So really, my friends, I want to use this example to show that we're not perfect. No one is. I'm not. This is what I want to do. The goal of this this channel, these episodes, the podcast, all is I want to show you, hey guys, this is how I think. And I'm someone, mind you, who studies self-development, who studies psychology. You would think I'd be aware of this, of judging people subconsciously. Right? You would think self-awareness, but the reason why I put these out here is because I want to share, because I want us to learn together. My hope is that you hear my example, and if it can trigger one person out of the six people who watch my videos regularly, if it can trigger the one person out of the six to even think about, like, you know what, man? Maybe I judged so-and-so too harshly. Maybe there was a story. Maybe we could have talked some more. Maybe this is why she was extra grumpy that day. Do you know what I mean? Just, Just think about my example, and I want you to learn from it. Looking at someone, judging them, you know, Trying to call yourself out on it, sitting down, talking through it, you know, only to find out, oh, like I was completely wrong. I was completely wrong in my initial judgment. Thank goodness we sat down. Thank goodness we talked about it. And now he's a, he's a good friend of mine. I see him from time to time, and he's a, he's awesome. And uh, you know, I've I've never looked back. Um, so really, my friends, if there's anything that I want to really really pound pound down into your brains, is this idea of put conscious effort. When you, when you see yourself, when you feel yourself judging someone, put in conscious effort and go, whoa, wait a minute. You know, I don't know why she's dressed like that. There could be a reason. I don't know why he's in a bad mood. I don't know why this person did that. I might guess is maybe this, maybe this. But I don't know if I can ever be 100% certain unless there's some sort of confirmation, unless I talk to this person. You know what I mean? So really, my friends, when you go on throughout your day, please, please, please. I'm, I'm, again, I'm not saying don't judge. Judge people, judge situations. But be contextual. And when you're doing so, do not leave it on autopilot. Be conscious. Have that voice in your head going, okay, you know what? Uh, this person's super grumpy today. What's their problem? Go, wait, wait a minute. You know, what, what are the chances he's going through something today? What, what are the chances maybe, man, just from left field, his dog just passed away. His sister got really sick. You know what I mean? So maybe there's more to the story. And immediately, my friends, when you do that, you're just staying open-minded, Right? You're not leaning towards one side or the other, which leads you to, instead of thinking emotionally, now, my friends, we're thinking logically. Now we're being a critical thinker. Now we're weighing all of our options and we're looking at the bigger picture as opposed to zooming in on just the small things. And this is going to save you so many relationships, my friends, because many people who you would, you know, judge at first, you know, you make up these things about them that aren't true. You know, when you talk to them, you find out, wow, like, this person isn't like that at all. But in order to talk to them, in order to bring that action, you have to change your mindset. And it really does begin with being aware. Watching this video, that counts, man. As long as you're aware, you're exposed to whether it's me, whether it's someone else who says the same things as I do, as long as they're talking about this stuff of being self-aware of yourself and things that you do, that is the first step. And I guarantee you next time you're going to be judging someone, you, you, you can catch yourself doing it. So my friends, I was hoping that you could get some value out of this. I had a great time talking about this stuff. These are all things that I'm super passionate about. Again, my friends, this is not Daniel has the answers. This is, hey, Daniel's going through the journey to self-awareness. Come take it with me. Let's walk through it together. If you watch me stumble, if you watch me fall, fantastic. You'll know what not to do. And hopefully I can serve as an example of what to do, what not to do. And if there's something that I'm completely on the wrong path about, we can talk about it. You can DM me, email me, message me, whatever. And my friends, let's not seek to find out who's right but let's see, seek to find out the truth. My name is Daniel. This is Daniel Teaches. Thank you so much for joining me. Instagram, 
Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, social media apps. Daniel teaches them on there. Thank you so much, my friends, and take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.